0: Kevin Pruitt with Rising Tide Startups. We've got another great episode today, and my guest is Andy K. Andy, thanks for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you, Kevin. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, I appreciate you uh, taking the time today. And so, where are you
1: right now? I am in sunny Malaga, Spain. Wow,
0: I'm jealous. Yes. I'm in rainy North Carolina, so. Oh, um, rainy. I, I switched, yeah. It, well, it's raining today, so yeah. Normally, it's, <laughs> it's a little sunnier, but yeah. So, Andy, give us a little bit of background. Give us your bio.
1: Right. Okay. So um, obviously, I'm not from Spain. Um, I am from Denmark, which is this cute little kingdom just north of Germany. Um, However, I I always say that I came from mediocrity, which it might sound kind of pretentious, but, but hear me out. Because the thing is, I didn't have that, you know, that whole impoverished, dysfunctional background that so many of The world's most successful entrepreneurs have overcome yeah I came from from an average middle-class family in a suburb in Denmark and the thing is in a country like Denmark it's just so easy to simply settle because um, you've um, you 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 might not be living your dream but you kind of get by yeah and and you could have been way worse off so, so, and it has a lot to do with, with the welfare system, and don't get me wrong, Denmark has one of the best welfare systems, and on average, one of the happiest populations mm. in the world, but if you're like me, Denmark would make you miserable, and <laughs> of, of, of course the climate has a lot to say in that regard as well, because it's dreary. I mean, it, it's, like, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not uncommon to have like five, six, seven days where you don't see the sun at all. So, so at the end of a period like like that, I would just want to hang myself, and um, and it's like it, it, it rains on average more than fifty percent of the time, and it's it's windy and it's gray and it's cloudy and it's just oh my god, somebody do something. So, um, but but the the, the whole thing is that I always knew I had some kind of greatness within me. I just never thought about how it was going to play out, and. So after grade school, I I just to, to, to go back to a certain sure. point, I, I immediately went on to playing hard rock music because I, I saw and I felt that freedom in there, which I recognized in entrepreneurship, uh, eighteen years later or or, or whatever, however long it was. But my problem was I wasn't determined. Mm. Um, I was I was used to getting by and I was used to to having my my. My parents, who were fairly well off, um, take care of me in the public system, support me financially. So I never, I never learned to stand on my own two feet. And the older I got, the more experienced um, I, I got, the more I experienced being unable and unwilling to take care of regular day-to-day things. And um, my, it was, it was like a slow downward spiral. Right. but escalated pretty quickly at some point I was getting depressed mm. and drinking way too much and I was smoking weed like I, I was in Compton you know mm. so <laughs> I, I started I mean no it's not even funny it was bad man yeah. I was I started suffering from panic anxiety attacks and reoccurring actual depressions and debilitating stress that whole story so things went kind of up and down for years I I kinda of around between jobs that were making me miserable and mm. I ended up taking an education in library and in information science, which was good to begin with, but it also ended up making me miserable because I was just headed back out into the world of employment at best. So that's that's when I uh, that's when I discovered I was thirty-three years old, and that's when I discovered that I just okay i i need to turn this sucker around you
0: gotta do something different
1: yeah yeah i mean and 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 not not today
0: but mm-hmm.
1: not yesterday but yesteryear you know mm. so um, so so it was like um i didn't i wasn't necessarily uh Inspired to become an entrepreneur. It was um, it wasn't inspiration. It was more like desperation Yeah, uh, so I finally reached that point where I felt I had my back against the wall like like you hear so many of those successful entrepreneurs talk about like like um, Tony Robbins and in Les Brown and and who not so um, so yeah, like I said, I was 33 years old when I made the decision and um
0: was there a specific point that you just woke up one day and said, "This this yeah. can't continue"? I mean, just, or had you? Was yeah. it a? Did it kind of build up to that? I mean, were you listening to Tony Robbins or Les Brown or whoever up to I that wasn't, point? Or
1: not really at that time? No. Um, it all started when I, I, I think the, the the first major turning point was. When I came upon an article, I think it was on positivityblog.com, I don't know if you know that, but mm. um, I had an article about um, how to monetize your blog. And I had seen stuff like that before, but like so many of my peers, I just thought, uh, okay, scam, uh, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of how regular people think. Yep. Uh, no, of course, of course you can't get rich on the internet, you would need to do some physical work, because <laughs> that's where <laughs> our parents come from, yeah. you know. So so Good I used word. to think like that. Yeah. So so but I found that article and it, it was something happened within me. I, I, I guess I was like, OK, I've heard about this before and obviously people are talking about it for a reason. And, and I've seen enough examples of, of people doing it now. Um, I guess I guess what empowered me to make the decision was I had seen a certain critical mass of examples sure. people yeah. doing it. And, and and reading articles from people who've done it, and so I started following a guy called Pat Flynn. Yeah. Um. You know Pat. Yeah. Flynn? Simple
0: passive income.
1: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. Smart passive. Oh, income. smart
0: passive. Sorry. Yeah. I yeah. know it's SPI. So I start, so, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. But but I started reading his blog, and and I was fascinated. I was like, okay, okay, this if 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 this little guy, can, if this little wimpy happy go like <laughs> lucky guy, can do it. Then, then so can I do it, you know. I mean, not, not a bad word about Pat Flynn, but I was like, the, the, the thing that occurred to me when I started following these uh, these successful entrepreneurs like Pat Flynn and like Eben Pagan and, and, and Ramit Sethi mm-hmm. was that these guys were regular human beings. Yep. And, and Christian Michelson and and who not, these guys were regular human beings, just like you and me, mm-hmm. with, with all of their flaws and, and quirks and, and all of that. So...
0: With I common backgrounds. I mean, you yeah, can trace just, their background, just very common. I mean, just something happened to shift their their course somewhere along the line.
1: Yeah, exactly. They, they all talk about uh, having had these, these like, uh, coming from, from food stamps or, or, like, a really snowy farm in Idaho in the middle of nowhere or, or whatnot. <laughs> so um, so I was like, a Or okay. rainy Denmark or rainy Denmark yeah. <laughs> Boom! there you go so so it, it, it just went to show that, that you could do anything and I was at a point like I said where I felt like I had my back against the wall my education was making me miserable mm-hmm. um, I was in a relationship that was making me unhappy my my future prospects weren't looking very good there was like a high rate of unemployment amongst um, those um, those who, who had finished the, uh, my, my study so I was like, okay. Uh, something's got to gotta give. give. My... Sorry?
0: I said, something's got to give.
1: Something's got to give. <laughs> Even my uh, the place I lived was making me unhappy. So um, so I was like, okay, can't possibly get much worse. Yeah. So I might as well just go big. I'm, I might as well just start thinking like I've always been thinking but never allowed myself to act upon, you know? Mm-hmm. So... So I turned it around. I stopped studying. And after six months, I was working full time on becoming a confidence coach, which is a path I chose because of my personal experience with self-development after getting out of therapy. Um, Like I said, I've been been suffering from from reoccurring depression since 2003 and and panic anxiety since 2005. So I ended up going to therapy Mm -hmm. and I had a therapist who, um, who recommended that I look into mindfulness meditation, which you might say was my first encounter with personal development. Um, and that must've been, that, that was like in 2013, 14 or something, I think. And, and, and I let him know one day that, okay, you know, I'd actually like to s- kind of get out and stand on my own two feet. And, and that's when I started looking into the world of self-development night after night Reading about confidence and success and and the mindset of successful right. and confident people, so so it was it was a world that was familiar to me. So so when I when I came upon the term confidence coach in, I believe that was October 2016. After I bought my first online course by Ramit Sethi, I was like, okay, boom, that's it.
0: This makes sense. Yeah.
1: it it just it just makes sense kind of the stars
0: all aligned and and there it was
1: perfect Perfect. there there it was that's that's the path i'm i'm gonna go in i think i read
0: that on your on your blog maybe you had you had a like you on the about about you page or something like that you taught you kind of shared that story but let's let's shift let's segue a little bit into so let's let's get into confidence coaching so what's your website and how did how did this start and
1: sure well well I've kind of I've kind of moved a bit on since then um, my my website is called getconfidencecoaching.com mm-hmm. which is uh, in retrospect a pretty lame URL but <laughs> I, I I bought it I bought the domain at a time where I, I I'd read something about SEO mm-hmm. and and so I thought okay this might be a good idea um turns out it wasn't really but but I, I still have that website for blogging purposes and for having my ebook on there but Um, the, what I'm, what I'm doing now is, is, is more, um, I would call that more success strategy coaching because another thing is, as it turns out with confidence coaching, um, sometimes you get some clients who, um, whom you have to drag out of some kind of dark places. And, uh, and the thing about coaching is we're not psychologists. We're not, uh, coaching is for people who, um, who can take care of themselves. Yeah. I've, I've actually coached, uh, a few people who later found out, uh, through my coaching that they needed to, to see an actual therapist, mm-hmm. which, for which they were grateful, uh, for getting to that insight. But, but, but still, it's, it's pretty uphill. So, so what I, what I do now is, um, is I'm trying to get out on, um, I don't know if, 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 if I should, uh, you, you, you wrote me in the, in the material that, uh, you wanted a uh, one minute elevator pitch. Uh, should I, um, sure,
0: sure. Yeah. yeah. Give us your one minute elevator pitch and, and, and identify is it, is it a new URL or is it the yeah. same one that you're pointing to the,
1: it is, it is, uh, I mean, I, I've only got that one website. Okay. So, uh, so if you want to, I mean, everything's <laughs> under that, sorry,
0: everything's under that get confidence coaching.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But 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 um, like I said, I hardly use it anymore for for other than blogging purposes and, okay. and for having my, my ebook on there. So if you if you really want to connect with me online, my personal Facebook is where the party's at.
0: Okay, I'll put but, that in the notes page.
1: Okay, great. Yeah.
0: So go ahead and so, give us your elevator pitch.
1: All right. So you know those guys who turn thirty and find themselves job um, trapped in corporate jobs which they secretly despise and (laughs) who realize that they really should be doing the exact opposite, which is setting out to become free and independent entrepreneurs themselves. I help those guys break through the doubt and insecurity that's holding them back and I help them become strong and empowered and inspired and motivated to go out and make that dream become reality. And I give them clarity on those goals and dreams and I motivate them and I inspire them to think big so they can get bigger results than they're used to. I hold them accountable, I make sure they progress and I guide them and I push them towards each and every step of the entire transformation of becoming a successful entrepreneur. And I I see those possibilities that you hadn't thought of and I ask you those questions that you've never thought of uh, which are critical for success. And I've helped people from all over the world in a lot of different businesses, and I have a 100% success rate. So what I do works, and I know that because I am living it right now.
0: Ding, we're at, we're at, we're at room, or floor 14, the elevator's open. <laughs> 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 You've given me your That's business card. So, what's the best way to? Uh, so, do you do this coaching mainly online, mainly through Skype? I mean, how do you?
1: I do it. I do it mostly online. Yes, mm-hmm. I also coach or Zoom
0: Facebook. or whatever.
1: Um, Skype mostly. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Skype or Facebook. In uh, your your call.
0: In your latest iteration, so tell me when you switched to being the more of a success strategy coach, and that makes perfect sense because I, I mean, when you outline the kind of the get confidence coaching, you're thinking, I mean. I'm gonna. I'm going to draw every dysfunctional person on the internet that wants that <laughs> exactly. wants confidence. You know that that yeah. uh, can give you a, a horrible family backstory. But, exactly. Uh, so when you made this shift, tell me. Say, what's one or two uh, of the the biggest obstacles that you have encountered in your business? The biggest speed bumps or um, hurdles. You know the things that yeah. you're, are really difficult to
1: overcome. Yeah. Um, I guess. A lot of the I mean I've, I've, I've kind of spent a year like say 2017 that was kind of the year I, I spent um, reading all the books and, and buying all the courses and, and doing that and, and kind of um, kind of getting my sea legs right. and, and and so that's that's kind of also the year that I spent um, doing all the rookie mistakes so um, I guess one thing I found out was Websites are pretty useless unless you're Tony Robbins. Hmm. Um, I spent way too much time thinking that that just blogging would would uh, would get me clients, and and I was kind of living by the uh, the philosophy that if you build it, they would come. Sure, they're not not happening. <laughs> so, what, and, how would
0: you phrase that in a pain point? So, hmm? how would you phrase that in the form of a pain point?
1: Well, I guess I guess I uh, how to draw that,
0: cut clients. I mean.
1: There was there was a point in time where I, I found out after working with um with like a website assistant that um that those one hundred visitors on my website weren't really people. They were just Google crawler bots. Ah oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so so that that was like, okay. And and that well that that's that's just one example. Another was discovering that Googling the, the 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 word confidence coach uh, once again after six months uh, The number of confidence coaches on the first like ten pages of Google had risen from about a handful to about a hundred or something hmm. so so that just it, it, it just goes to show that that the the world of Self-development and the world of coaching is booming. Yeah, so there's uh, the competition is skyrocketing yep. so that was Something like that is like really uh, can 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 be really disillusioning and, and really uh, disheartening and and for some not very motivating. Um, the good thing is I'm 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 the most stubborn guy you'll ever meet. I'm I'm as stubborn as donkeys, so so I'll <laughs> I will find a way. No matter what happens, I will find a way. But 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 those those incidents occur where you're like. Ugh. Was this really a good idea? You know, where where you kind of start to rethink everything.
0: So I outside though, I, your website. How how do you draw clients? If the well, website's not a not a big draw, how did how do you draw clients?
1: Through well, um, just word of mouth. It, just yeah, I mean it's it's been kind of random, um, through Facebook mostly. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I I think actually exclusively uh, so far. But it's, it's been like it's been a matter of handing out business cards, which I'm not going to recommend, by the way, because nobody else recommends that. But, yeah. but uh, like it was like one client uh, got my business card and, and hooked up with me and, and said, hey, man, I really like your videos uh, and, and I've set aside some money for coaching. So um, uh, please coach me. So that's that's like a dream client right there. Right. But other ways, apart from that, um, it's been Facebook. Mostly building my slowly building my network and uh, slowly connecting with people, starting making uh, like like building relationships with people. That's mm-hmm. the way. To go. yep. Um, people want. I mean, again, unless you're Tony Robbins, then then people are not gonna come to you. You gotta you gotta come to where people are. Right. And and that's also why having a website should never be your first priority when starting a business mm-hmm. like I thought uh, you got to go to where people gotta are network. You Gotta network you got to network and you got to deliver value first and foremost you got to make yourself valuable that's that's a, a key lesson which which I learned way too uh, I mean way too late but um, you know it, it all came together yeah so, yep. so um,
0: well obviously you're sitting in Malaga Spain paying your bills. You know, and you're yeah. not in in Denmark, going what what would I'm going to do? What am I going to do with my life here?
1: Well, well, yeah. A, a thing about that though is that Malaga is way cheaper than Denmark, and, and Copenhagen, Absolutely. where I used to live, is one of like the most ten expensive cities yeah. worldwide. So yeah. we used to live so, in
0: London for nine years. So yeah, I, I mean the northern European cities are are expensive. That, I mean Oslo. Yeah, yeah, they're it's, they're it's, Helsinki. They're all all expensive.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and some of them are beautiful. I yep. mean, Copenhagen is a great city and, yep. and London is a great city as well, but uh, wouldn't want to live there.
0: And the weather's. I mean, you, you mentioned something that, that really was interesting because I, I mean, I grew up in, in kind of the Midwest in Missouri and, and it was, you know, four seasons. Yep. We had sun, we had, went, you know, summer, winter, fall, spring. But the interesting thing in Europe was that, you know, summer was like two days. You know, in July, <laughs> exactly, and it might rain on one of those two days. But the the suicide rate when when it was darkest, you know, I mean, it was it was light for half the year till you know ten eleven o'clock at night. But but in the winter, it was such a short day that the you know depression just skyrocketed and the suicide rate skyrocketed. And I and exactly. I thought it's just interesting how you know you you mentioned you know the the high rate of depression you know based on on just even weather if nothing else yeah. just the gloominess of the day and i mean i remember days i would go to work when it was dark i would be in an office all day and i would come home dark when it was dark and i would rarely see the sun for about 6 months and i thought no wonder people are depressed
1: yeah you know? yeah so
0: that is definitely. that is a, a crazy little segue there but so So you know, drawing customers, you know, outside of just your website, what's another pain point that you experienced or that you currently experience in your business that that you can identify? I
1: I think um, there was a long period of time where I I didn't know uh, whether what I was doing uh, would be working or not. Yeah. Um, Being 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 uncertain about your whole approach. Even though you've had like like your coach telling you that okay, you know what, this is actually what I do, so this works. But when you're not seeing any clients yet, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, okay, so this might be just a simple matter of patience and acceptance and keeping it cool and even more patience. But you know, a man only has so much patience, sure. and and when you got to pay the bills, like you say, yep. you're like. Okay, uh, when are those clients gonna show up? But <laughs> again, it's 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 a matter of of getting yourself even more out there. It's a matter of delivering even more value. It's a matter of of striking up even more conversations. It's a matter of networking even more, getting to know even more people and and just sticking it out, keeping yep. on doing it and and listen to those who've done it before. Um, but you you gotta figure out.
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, I would definitely say, certainly about my approach would would be one example of of, a great pain point. And, um, I guess in connection with that, needing a steady stream of clients. Yeah. Um, because actually, I'm still. I I mean, I'm paying the bills. Um, and and living in a fairly cheap part of the world Mm -hmm. still helps, but. I am still in bootstrapping yeah. and uh, I'm, yeah. I'm still kind of in the process of finding out what works and what doesn't right. in terms of getting myself out there and building a steady stream of clients and a steady stream of appointments. Yeah. Um, so, so, so yeah, that, that definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting by, but, yeah. um, man, yeah. you know,
0: there's a, there's a, there is a value in freedom too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look back at what you were doing, you know, for a living, you know, prior to stepping out on your own, you're thinking, you know what? I I could even cut my expenses more and enjoy life more doing this new thing than than continuing to, you know, to be miserable in my yeah, you know, in my yeah. in my previous job. So,
1: definitely, definitely and 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 even though I was working like, I don't know, uh when I had like a 9 to 5, I was I was working those Some 40 hours a week and uh, right now I'm working about twice as much Um, But enjoying it more but enjoying it more It doesn't feel like the thing is it doesn't feel like work when you have a passion and you have a purpose so so it's not There's there's a, a way more blurry line. I mean when I left the record store back then (laughs) <laughs> that was when my I mean <laughs> that 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 was pretty easy you know because that was work this is free time yep. but but today it's a blurry line yep. and I just I kind of see it as keeping myself active mm-hmm. and 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 yep. so there's there's nothing even though the by far most of what I'm doing uh, is not earning me anything I have no problem with that because yep. I'm the one calling the shots right. And, and you can't put a price on that. Okay. I am the one taking, uh, taking a day off. I'm the one, uh, I, I don't have to, I don't have to ask anyone's permission to do that. I don't, uh, I mean, I can, I can get wasted on a Wednesday and take a Thursday off if that's what I, uh, like suddenly feel like doing. Um, I don't really do it though, because I have yeah, done, yeah, gotta work. Still, You it's, know, it's, it's, it's a matter of principle. It's the very fact that I have the opportunity, um, which is just liberating beyond words. Yeah. You know, there, there is, there is. You can't put a price on that. Not well, for me anyway.
0: You can even see that in your eyes. I mean, you can see that. You know, when you talk about the, the value of being able to, to in essence, be your own boss. I mean, and that's a that's a great segue to kind of the, our final segment, to so we can drill a little deeper in, inside your brain here and. And uh, in, a, in an area that we call kind of the life quad area, you kind of ask, ask questions that are in, in say, four different quadrants of, of lifestyle here. And the first one I want to ask you is, you know, you mentioned two or three of them, but I want you to drill down into one and, and just give me a, give me the name and a real short answer of why, you know, who is one person online that you would say would be your go-to inspiration and why. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, not so much online, actually, uh-huh. Yeah, it not um, have to be. Yeah. I would I would have to say Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Okay. Cuz because he is he he inspires me because not only did he write what I consider the bible in in modern entrepreneurship uh, which is of course the 4-hour work sure. week, but he is severely bipolar and still he managed to go from literally finding himself gun in mouth by choice into becoming some sort of superhuman, world-traveling entrepreneur. I mean, the guy was an angel investor for Uber, so um, that, that says a whole lot. And what yep. was, like, younger than 30 when he wrote The 4-Hour Workweek, and I mean, that's incredible. He is all about working smart, and he is all about yep. optimizing and outsourcing and experimenting and taking things to the next level. Yep. Not just in
0: business, just in life, in every facet of life.
1: Yeah, everything. Yeah. I mean, the four-hour cook and the, yep. the four-minute workout and, yep. and whatnot and, and the four-minute dating and you name it. I mean uh, –
0: That sounds a little scary, four-minute dating. Yeah, I
1: mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to go there, but, but you right. know, he's Tim Ferriss, so, so he's, got, he's got control of it. Um, but So learning about his use of time efficiency and outsourcing and smart drugs and whatnot, that was all game-changing to yep. me. And, uh, the, I just, I just consider him a, and, and he's like, what, 40?
0: Yeah. He's, still, he is still. amazing. It is. It, yeah. He is. He's really amazing. And, and I understand why that would, that would be one you would want to follow. So give me Definitely. a, uh, give me a life quote that, that really kind of drives you.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we all know a lot of life quotes. Uh, I'd have to say two that, that I don't have from anyone but myself, but like I said earlier, if they can do it, so can I. Yeah. Uh, because it's kind of a reverse uh, version of of you know if I can do it, so can you. But when we say that, if I can do it, so can you, it tends to have a little, um, it tends to be kind of condescending. So I prefer the uh, I prefer that version. If yeah. they can do it, so can I. And and if if I were to inspire someone. Uh, and and if, if somebody should take like one sentence away from me, that would be it.
0: Mm. Um, that, you kind of expounded on that a little bit earlier when you were talking about the backgrounds of Ramit exactly. Sadie and Pat Flynn and whatever. So exactly. tell me, if you could go back to, say, a few years ago to your pre-working you know working on your own self, what is one piece of advice that you would give yourself that you think would, would really move the needle, would really have helped you as yeah. you launched your business? What's one... One short, concise, this is what I would, I would tell myself and I would write it on a piece of paper and I would put it by my laptop and...
1: Yeah, okay. So like I already said, a website is pretty useless. Um, if you want to earn money and become successful, you must find and go where your ideal clients are and you must actively engage them in dialogue. You must strike up conversations, build relationships and... Above all, make yourself valuable to them because people don't care about you. They care about themselves and their own problems. So they're not going to come to you until you have proven your worth. And you're not going to do that by having a blog or a website here yeah. in 2018 or 17 yeah. or 16 for that matter. You must come to them no matter how far below your standards you might have to go.
0: Man, that is great advice. That That is, uh, that is, yeah. that is timeless advice, not just for... Andy K, but for anybody that's listening to this and anybody that's doing anything online. So as we wrap up today, is there is there anything that you want to just say to wrap up? And then I also want you to just tell people where they can find you online or remind them again. And yeah. I, we will have these in the show notes as well.
1: Yeah. Um, well, my my personal Facebook, like I said, is uh, is where the party is at. One thing uh, that, that we haven't mentioned yet is... Well, I did kind of mention it. I went on to playing hard rock music after uh, having finished uh, grade school. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I'm a die-hard metalhead, and <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 many reason for that. But but the thing is, in that sort of music, in in hard rock music, I saw that freedom. Like I said, which I found in entrepreneurship, mm. because rock and roll music is all about freedom and strength and attitude and primal energy and. Not giving about what regular people consider right or appropriate. So, heavy metal, being a natural extension of rock and roll, taps into that exact same energy that drives any successful entrepreneur. And um, you know what, what? What fascinated me about those bands were, was that they were living the free entrepreneurial life. They would bust us off in the rehearsals and um, and in the studio, but they they get out on the road and. They'd have like an entourage mm-hmm. of, of technicians and assistants with them, and they'd set up this whole crazy thing and make their vision, like their music, come true on stage. And there'd be groupies lining up backstage afterwards. So if that's not successful entrepreneurship, <laughs> I don't know what is. And
0: Absolutely.
1: It, it might not be as simple as that, but all else being equal, yeah. Listen, listen to Judas Priest, listen to ACDC, listen to Man of War, because in there, you're going to find... A powerful energy that is older than mankind itself, and in that energy lies hope and empowerment and freedom.
0: Hey, that's, I, that's, I know that's, you're that's, not a, nearly as old as I am, but I was around when they came out live. Yeah, <laughs> you just listened yeah. to the reruns.
1: <laughs> well, I've, I've, Iron Maiden are still going strong. I've actually just seen them in Denmark, so uh, yeah. Metal forever. They're,
0: they're as old as I am now. That's right. Well Andy, I really appreciate you taking the time today and and it's uh, just been great connecting with you and and hearing your backstory you, and and I hope that our our listeners can you know connect with you if if it's a good fit and uh, we'll we'll have some notes on our notes page on the on our website but also through iTunes and and through youtube as well we'll we'll share this episode but we just want to wrap up and listeners it's your turn to kind of speak into the 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 um, pain points that Andy's mentioned and anything else that you want to mention on the feedback page and and we'll create a personalized feedback report for Andy because at the end of the day we want to have a a group that is called Rising Tide because all boats rise in a rising tide. Andy thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you Kevin.